Your love is like radiant diamonds bursting inside us. We cannot contain your love will surely come find us like blazing wildfire singing your name God of Hi, this is Beth at Betchins.net and I want to welcome you today to my website and to this audio. I'm so glad that you're listening, taking time out of your day. What actually happened today is I had a free telecall, the Sword of the Spirit, and there was so much technology interference that I am actually having to record it over. No surprise, right, with the topic being prayer and spiritual warfare. So what I want to do right now is just pray and dedicate this to God. Lord, I just come before you in Jesus' name, and I thank you and I praise you that you are the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. I ask for your anointing to be upon me, that you would get the enemy out of the way. You would get myself out of the way, too, God. And I just pray that this, the words I speak today, would be the words that you want to impart to the listener. God, I thank you and praise you that we have, as believers, all authority in Christ when we are standing on the Word of God because the Word of God is the only thing that lasts and that is forever other than your love. So God, I just thank you and I dedicate this time to you. In Jesus' name I pray. My husband Ray loves to collect swords. He loves to collect swords and knives and guns and any type of weapons. And that is very much the warrior in Ray. My husband Ray is an incredible warrior for Christ. And he's got all kind of swords. He would be able to tell you the history of each one. He's got a Japanese sword and some other types of weapons. And they are mounted on the walls in what we call his man cave. Now, the man cave is actually a combination of his office and where our big screen TV is, where he relaxes after his hard shifts at work with our daughter Leah to watch sci-fi movies and TV shows. And I occasionally will watch a chick flick down there. I don't watch TV at all. But he's got these swords and other weapons mounted on the wall and on a, a table down there. Now, we know that a sword is not meant to just be mounted on a wall or to stay in its sheath, but to use to fight. As Christians, as believers, our sword is the Word of God. And I want to read to you from Ephesians 6, 10 to 18, just some parts of it. And it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So our sword is the word of God. It's a very important piece of that armor spoken of in Ephesians 6. A lot of times we try to fight things on our own, in our own power and strength, just like David when he put on Saul's armor, well, that armor did not fit him. 
He said it was not tested, so he didn't use it and he took it off. He took what the weapons that God had given him and put in his hands, which were his sling and his stone. And with those weapons that he was used to, that he had used before, that God specifically had in his hands, he was able to defeat Goliath, to hit him in the head with a stone, and then run over there and cut off his head. And Israel had great victory that day. That is why you and I need heavenly weapons. God's heavenly weapons are always right for the situation. And that way we are trusting in the Lord and not in our own strength. You know, many times, sometimes even when we try to pray, we will even try to manipulate God. And let me give you an example of what I mean by that. We'll try to say, God, change him or God, change her. When actually God is wanting to change you and me, to change us more into the image of Jesus Christ. Because he is a potter and we are the clay. The good news is that you and I are never alone. God has not abandoned you. He's not forgotten about you. And he is not leaving you alone in the struggles you have in this life. And there are many. There's a lot of tests and trials we have to go through. It is not easy living here. This is not our home. But God would never leave you alone to deal with all this stuff. For example, just today, I got a phone call from my sister Maria in Georgia crying. She had had a wreck. A lady hit her. And so... The, the other lady's car is messed up. My sister's car is messed up. And she was just very upset and distraught. So we never, and you know, thank God my sister's okay. Thank God the people in the other car are okay. Cars can be fixed. People cannot be replaced. But we're going to go through some trials and temptations here on earth, some tribulations. But God has not left you alone. He has given you the power of the Holy Spirit, the blood in the name of Jesus, and God's word that stands forever. 1 Peter 1.25 says, The grass withers, and the flower fades, and the word of the Lord remains forever. So God's word, it will stay forever. It will remain forever. It lasts. God has given you and me powerful weapons to defeat Satan. 2 Corinthians 10.4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. And if we could just grasp a hold of that, God has given us divine power to destroy the enemy, to destroy Satan with. I have been going through a lot the last several weeks. I've been going through a lot of warfare. And... The details really aren't necessary, but I am under attack spiritually. And my husband, Ray, encouraged me because I, I had to ask him to step into the situation and, and shield me and cover me. He encouraged me to be the true Christian in the situation, to respond in a godly way despite false accusations, judgments, and outright demonic attack. And it's been really hard. I've been going through a really... A uh, hard struggle lately. I've been hurting deeply and just perplexed at the entire situation. I this is not the first time this has happened with these people that are attacking me, but this time I am much more aware where it's all really coming from. I'm recognizing it's really coming from the enemy Satan who is behind these attacks. He is just influencing those people to attack me and my character. This is what Ephesians 6.12 NLT says. 
For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, against all evil spirits in heavenly places. Every day you and I are surrounded by spiritual warfare. Now we might not see it. We may not see the angels and demons all around us and everything that is going on in the spirit. Sometimes God might open our eyes to see that. Some people do have that gift of discernment, discerning of spirits. They're able to sense it or they're able to see it. Remember the prophet uh, prayed and God showed the man, the angels that were all around them in the spirit. So we know that we are in a spiritual battle every day. And whatever you're going through right now, if you're in a spiritual battle, recognize the warfare that is really going on. And maybe it's something like a troubled marriage, a troubled or a rebellious child. Maybe you're having a lot of financial problems, a financial crisis, health issues. You're having relationship difficulties. Maybe your car won't start or there's something wrong with it. Maybe you're having problems at work with your boss or your coworker. You're not making any money in your business or the amount of money that you want to make in your business or whatever. You are in a battle with demonic strongholds that are invisible to your eyes and mind. But those demons are there. They're trying to wreak havoc in your life. They want to do everything they can because why? Satan is a thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he has demons under his command and he he tells them what to do and they obey him and we have to be aware of this that there really is a spiritual battle going on so what is happening at the very least at the very minimum is that satan is trying to distract you to get your eyes off of god to stress you out to worry you and you know worry is just unbelief and jesus dealt with his disciples a lot about unbelief he said oh you of little faith God wants us to trust him. Why? Because he is so trustworthy, because he is so good, he is so loving. He is our father that cares about every detail of our lives. And I believe it actually hurts God's heart when we don't trust him. I mean, think about it, someone you love in your life and they say they don't trust you. It hurts your heart. God doesn't want you to worry. He doesn't want you to be stressed out. He doesn't want you to be irritated and frustrated. Sometimes it doesn't take a whole lot. Sometimes all Satan has to do is something like put a slow driver in front of you or a slow person in the checkout line. Maybe you spill and break something. Like a while ago, our daughter Leah accidentally broke her mirror. She walked by the, the edge of her robe, caught the, the tall mirror that was in her room, and it fell over and broke. Did she do it on purpose? No, it just happened. Or maybe it's something like someone's rude to you at a gas station. The Bible tells us in situations like this to catch the little foxes that run the vineyard. And that is found in Song of Solomon 2.15. All these things are like little foxes running a great vineyard. Now, other times there are huge crises. For example, you or a loved one gets sick. Maybe someone you know has cancer. They're battling cancer. And I was on a periscope the other night, and the, the man doing the scope said, Cancer is something that really requires a lot of faith, but God is still bigger than cancer. 
Maybe someone you love dies. Maybe someone you love died many years ago and you're still stuck in that grief and sorrow. Now, of course, God understands that you are grieving for that person, but you have a life purpose too and he doesn't want you stuck. He wants you living out your purpose until it's your time to die or until Jesus comes back, whichever comes first. Maybe it's a situation like you have a wreck that totals your only car. And that happened to me last year with our daughter, Leah, during the July 4th weekend week. And, you know, praise God, me and Leah were okay and the other people were okay in that car accident. Same thing with my sister today. Praise God, she is okay. My sister is, other than our daughters, my very closest best friend. And I don't know what I'd do without her. So, And I told her, you know, thank God you and the other people are okay. Cars can be replaced. What happened with my car accident last year is God ended up giving me a better car. So God can turn any situation around for his glory. Maybe it's a situation like you or your spouse, someone you love gets laid off work or they're fired. And this is actually happening in our family right now. It's not my husband. It's someone else in our family. And I am just praying God have mercy and give them a full-time job so they will be able to provide for their family. It was very sudden. Maybe you're separated or maybe you're going through a divorce, which it causes so much heartache. Or maybe, like me, someone is falsely accusing and slandering you. Sorry, I had to take a drink there. But the way that we battle this is prayer and God's word. That way God is handling this. That way God is handling the battle. That he is going to war for us. We are trusting in him, not in ourselves. And in yesterday's Bible devotion, I read out of Psalm 27 and it says this. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Psalm 27, verse 7. And I scoped about that this morning. I scoped about horses that actually go into battle. And I discovered something fascinating that there's been a couple horses that have actually been given military funerals. One of them's name, I believe, was Comanche. And because the horse had been so brave and gone into so many war, battle battles with the, the master, they gave him an honorary position and gave him a military funeral. And I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, I don't believe there is a demon under every bush. And I don't believe that all bad things that happen are caused by the devil. I think Satan gets way too much credit for things because some things... Let's face it, are just happening because we are stupid or because we are in sin. For example, you or I stay up too late at night instead of going to bed at a decent time. We oversleep and then we're late to work. So what happens when you get to work, you're written up by your boss. If you do this enough or if you have a bad attitude long enough, you're going to lose your job, which is a consequence of your behavior. Now, we can say all day long, it's the devil, it's the devil. But the truth is, if you were responsible and disciplined, that you would not have lost your job and not or not have gotten written up. 
Another example, you ignore the engine light in your car and one day it burns up. The engine just totally burns up and it's because you didn't check the oil. All it needed was an oil change. Very simple solution, but you ignored the light, the warning light, and it caused a very great expense. And a lot of us in our lives are like that with sin. God is giving us a warning light saying, knock it off. You know not to do this, and we do it anyway, and there is a consequence in our life. Another example, you overspend and you get overdrawn in your checking account. The bank charges you $15 or $25 in fees. You just lost money because you were not disciplined or you weren't watching your account. Now, there's a great verse on finances that says, it's Proverbs 20. 723 and it says this know the state of your flocks and put your heart into caring for the sheep and I think that is just beautiful and what God is telling us here is to be aware of your finances to make sure that you're checking your bank account make sure you're not overspending that you're staying within your limits this is just practical common sense but if you overspend, you're going to have that consequence of overdrawing your account and then being charged. Now, other times, you are definitely experiencing spiritual warfare. You're definitely experiencing demonic attack from Satan. And in the movie War Room, and if you haven't seen that movie yet, I highly recommend it. The husband's heart was hard toward his wife's sister. I believe it was his wife's sister. And he refused to give her any money to help out. Even though he had the money, he was also being tempted by another woman at work. So this is definitely the work of the enemy, trying to bring temptation into the situation or trying to harden a heart. And the devil is always wanting to harden our hearts. God wants our hearts soft and pliable and filled with his love, his agape love. But Satan tries to make our heart bitter. Okay, I'm making sure that I'm still recording here. I don't know why it's... Okay, I, it stopped for just a second. Sorry. The enemy's been messing with technology all day with me. He doesn't want this word going forth, I promise you. Or maybe it's a situation like someone is being raped or murdered. You hear someone being killed, someone getting a terrible disease, or maybe someone's child is in the hospital with suicidal depression. And I actually know someone right now that's going through that. And I'm really praying for the situation. This is the work of the enemy. Now in the movie War Room, the cute little old lady Clara was teaching Elizabeth, the main character, how to handle situations like this through the war room, through prayer and standing on the word of God, praying and faith. And there are some great quotes from this movie, some great leadership quotes. And what I want to do is share some of the quotes with you. This is what Miss Clara told Elizabeth. And it's it, it was neat to me because Elizabeth is actually my formal name. So God spoke to me in many ways throughout that movie. I just loved it. This is what Miss Clara said to Elizabeth. Very few of us know how to fight the right way. And what does she mean by that? Fight on our knees in prayer. And as I'm going to be sharing with you later, one of the taglines to my book, my ebook going up on Amazon, The Hands of a Woman, Everyday Women and Everyday Battles, is this. We have to fight on our knees in prayer because neutral is not an option. 
the way that we fight is not with our mouth, as many of us are prone to do, but on our knees, standing on the Word of God, letting God do battle with His Word. She also said victory doesn't come by accident. Victory has to come through intentional prayer, intentional study of the Word of God, intentional worship, intentional obedience to God. Another quote she said is, My job is not the heavy lifting. That is His job. So many times we want to take matters into our own hands, do things ourselves. This is especially true if you're a recovering control freak like I am. We want to do things our way, and that is when we actually get in the way. Jesus has to increase, and we have to decrease. God's job is a heavy lifting. And I heard another quote in that movie by the speaker and author, Beth Moore, who was who actually had a small part in that movie, and she said, she told Elizabeth to duck, duck and get out of God's way so that he could reach her husband. Another quote that Miss Clara said to Elizabeth is, I see in you a warrior that needs awaken. And that is so true for so many of us. We don't need to sleep on the job. We need the warrior in us to be awakened, to pray, to stand on God's word, because God is training our hands for war. You know, I want to share with you about my ebook that is coming up, the, the launch I'm having. And it has examples in it of how God answered powerful prayers. One example in the Bible is that Queen Esther prayed and she fasted for Jews to be saved from Haman's evil plot. Now, God may also call you to intercede. Even in the night, in the middle of the night, he may wake you up to pray for other people. To pray for a situation. And if you don't know how to pray, just pray in the spirit. Esther trusted in God to save her and the Jewish people. And my challenge for you today is this. My question is this. Do you trust God? Do you trust God? And are you letting him fight for you? Are you, let, are you taking matters into your own hands? I would encourage you to just trust God and let him do the battle. I want to encourage you today that your prayers, if you are truly a believer in Jesus Christ, your prayers have power and authority. I want to encourage you to read Dutch Sheets' book, Intercessory Prayer. Also, Stormy Omardian's book, The Power of a Praying Wife. And Stormy has also written some other books on prayer. She's a wonderful writer and speaker. She's written a book for praying for your kids. She's written a book for husbands to pray for their wives. And her books on prayer are just excellent. And she actually gives you the prayers in the books so that you can pray. Last but not least, I'm going to encourage you to read my book, The Power of um, the hands of a woman, excuse me, the hands of a woman, everyday women and everyday battles. Now it is available in print copy at my website at betjens.net or at womensbattles.com. But it is going up on Amazon for the first time ever for the Kindle this Friday, October 23rd. It has eight women's powerful, true, inspiring stories of how they overcame their worst spiritual battles by them going into their war room, by praying, by having faith in Jesus, and standing on the Word of God, which is the only thing that lasts. Some of the stories are panic attacks, a woman with panic attacks, a woman struggling with suicidal depression, a woman going through a divorce, 
a woman who is dealing with a husband with a cocaine drug addiction, the death of a child, a bank robbery, robbery the, the death of a baby, childhood sexual and physical abuse, and domestic violence. These are all the stories in my book, The Hands of a Woman, Everyday Women and Everyday Battles. And they are stories, inspiring stories of how God came through to answer their prayers or to give them the strength that they needed moment by moment through the worst storms of their life. Earlier this year, my husband Ray and I traveled to Texas for his college reunion for his EMT program. And while we were there, after the reunion, we left and we were on an unfamiliar road to Ray. He knows the Texas roads and highways, but this one he was not familiar with. And there was a terrifying storm. It was lightning, there was hail and rain coming down sideways. Whole trees were knocked down on the highway. I, I thought we were in the middle of a tornado or it, a tornado had just touched down. It was a terrible storm. So I called our daughter Heather here in Missouri. I asked her to pray to get others to pray for us. And then I was able to get a hold of Ray's mom and ask her to, to get her husband Leonard, who is Ray's stepdad, to give Ray directions to get back safely to their house because he was lost. And we were, it was like an obstacle course. There were trees, whole trees on the highway that Ray was swerving around. And I thought for sure he was going to hit one of the trees. I think he actually did hit one. And God supernaturally protected our tires. But God protected us in that storm. I didn't think we were going to die. But I did think we might crash and get hurt somehow. Or a tree might fall on top of us because they were all over the road. And it was just a miracle that we were okay. So I just praise God for keeping us safe through the storm. And God will do that in your life too. God will never leave you or forsake you. And every woman's story in this book, The Hands of a Woman, Everyday Women in Everyday Battles, is a testimony, a beautiful testimony of God's goodness and grace in a dark, uncertain, scary time. Just like we're facing daily right now in the United States and across the world. The good news is that you can trust God, that he loves you. He has a good plan for you, Jeremiah 29, 11, And he wants to use you in a great and mighty way. God hears your prayers. Your prayers have great authority and power when they are based on the word of God. And you know, Jesus used no other weapon when Satan tempted in the wilderness God's word is a weapon Jesus used, and it is the same weapon, the same heavenly weapon we need to use to destroy the enemy, to come against him when he attacks us. The word of God stands forever. The book launches Friday, October 23rd. It is only $3.99. What I'm going to try to do is offer it for free on Friday, and then after that it will be $3.99. And I want to end this, this audio today with a quote, an excerpt from the book, from the hands of the woman, the hands of a woman. It says this, be careful, watch out for attacks from the devil, your great enemy. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for some victim to devour. We don't have to be afraid. The battle belongs to the Lord. God is on our side. God has equipped you for this eternal war. He has given you all the mobility you need, all the endurance you need, all the firepower you need, 
and all the strategy you need. He has given you powerful weapons, as he did Jael, a stay-at-home mom with a tent peg and the hammer in her hand to crush the enemy. Remember, God's love is the most powerful weapon of all. It's the one thing that Satan can't conquer. And now abide faith, hope, and love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. Woman of God, draw your sword and fight, faithful to the end. You will have the sure victory through Christ. Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. So that is from my book, The Hands of a Woman, Everyday Women in Everyday Battles. Again, it will be up on Amazon on Friday, October 23rd for the first time as an ebook for your Kindle. And you can get that there. Be sure to share this about this with your family, your friends, your biz peers. And I want to close out now with prayer. God, I just thank you and praise you for technology. God, even sometimes when it messes up, we know that you can do anything. So I pray that this is crisp and clear, that it will bless a listener. I thank you, Father God, that as believers in Christ, we have all authority and anointing from you, God, that you have given us heavenly weapons of prayer, the blood of Jesus, our testimony, and your word, God, to defeat Satan and all his demons. I thank you, Father God, that you are Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And God, you will make us victorious through faith in you. I pray you will bless a listener. Whatever battle they are going through, let them know that they are not alone, that you love them, and you have a great plan for their life. You are with them, and you will see them through to victory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you again, and be sure to visit me at my website at betchens.net, and also follow me on Periscope and Twitter at Beth M. Jones. Be sure to check out my books, my Amazon author page at Amazon, and I will talk to you later. Have a great and blessed day. Your love is like radiant diamonds bursting inside us. We cannot contain. Your love will surely come find us like blazing wildfire, singing your name. God. Almighty.